uh, first and foremost, that was a great game. Uh, one of the best games that I've ever been a part of here. 1999, Joe Hamilton, Peter Warwick. It was a battle. It was a great college football game. It was my first game as a graduate assistant, first away game in this environment. And all of those things were great players battling. And tonight was tonight was the same. It was two really good teams battling uh, under the most adverse circumstances imaginable. Uh, I don't think anybody outside of our bubble or even their bubble understands the level of commitment, uh, the level of faith, the level of character uh, that it took just to get us here. And I just want to make sure I thank everybody in our administration, all of our players, the training staff, the equipment staff, the players, our coaching staff, uh, operations to get us to this moment. It takes everybody. You cannot do what just happened if everybody's not bought, bought in, everybody's not dialed in on doing the right things, following the protocols. Uh, Scott Wallace is our director of operations. Uh, I texted him this morning when I first woke up just how unbelievably proud I am of him. What he has done as our operations guy, he doesn't get any credit. He doesn't want any credit. He got us 11 buses to get down here to Tallahassee. He got every single person in this organization their own room for the weekend. He sets up everything that we do, all of our protocols. He's the guy that makes everything in this organization happen. I'm just the guy that gets to hop on Zoom calls. But he's the one that makes this thing happen. I, I couldn't be more proud of him. Uh, and the entire operation staff. Um, but what these players have done, buying into what this culture is, buying into the things that we ask them to do, which is not easy for an 18 to 20 year old, 22 year old, every single day to have the commitment level, to go through the practices, uh, to leave our facility, go to class at one of the top academic schools in America, stay COVID free, all of the things that they're being asked to do. And they do it with unbelievable character, unbelievable commitment. They go out there and practice at a ridiculously high level. Then they come down here and win a college football game under adverse circumstances when nobody has been in this kind of environment before. And I'm just so proud of the men that are in this organization, the men that came out here and played today, poured their hearts out, uh, thought our coaching staff did an amazing job just working together as a team. Uh, so just, uh, just really proud uh, of everybody that's in this organization from the administration uh, all the way down to the student equipment managers, the student athletic trainers, doing what they do to get us to this moment so we can celebrate in that locker room and enjoy and have pleasure and just the exhilaration of winning a college football game. So I'm just really proud. I'm so lucky that I'm here with this group of people. Um, and with that, uh, questions. Okay, our first question is from Daniel Shirley from The Athletic. Hey, hey, Je hey Jeff, uh, what was the difference early on from the defense where you kind of gave up some points early, they got a lot of yards, but after like the first half of the first quarter, the defense really controlled the game? Yeah, I, I thought they, they had a good opening strip, right? They were fast. They were tempo. Um, and it took us a second to get used to it. I mean, we've been in uh, we've been in a bubble, 
right? And we've had to follow all these protocols and you guys have been to our practices in the past. Practices in the past have been ridiculous, tempo, two spot, three spot, guys running everywhere, chaos. And we've practiced that way and gotten used to it. Well, in this off season, we couldn't do that. We had to be in our safety loops. We had to be one spotted. We had to make sure the guys were staying six feet apart for the last six weeks. And we, we, we tried to get tempo and simulate tempo, but it's, it's, it's hard to it's the first time that they have seen that, uh, that level of tempo uh, in a live situation. And uh, I thought Andrew Thacker and our defensive staff did a great job with adjustments. They got our defensive players on the sideline, talked them through the things that they were seeing. Uh, Nathan Burton up top uh, was a graduate assistant when I was here with Chan Gailey and just proud of him, how he's matured and developed as a coach. The eyes in the box, getting that information to Andrew Thacker, who I think caught a heck of a game. And the way he motivates our defense and gets them dialed up and ready to play, the work that Marco Coleman and Larry Knight have done to improve our pass rush, to improve our ability to build a wall up on the run game, set edges, that was the difference in the game. And all 11 playing as a unit. And if you guys noticed, we were just waving guys in and out. I bet when we look at the stats tomorrow and we look at the number of plays each kid played, I bet there were 27 to 28 defensive players that played significant time. So our ATL philosophy, how polarizing it may have been when we first got here, pays dividends in situations like this. We were rolling guys in, rolling guys out, and we were able to finish strong in the fourth quarter and close the game out. And the pass rush and the coverage, how those marry together, um, just, just really proud. But again, opening strip, it was really good, right? The tempo, the pace, but once we settled down, got a feel for what they were doing, how they were trying to attack us. Uh, just really proud of our defensive staff and our players adapting um, and taking all that information and then go out and play at a high level. Hey, uh, just a quick request. If everybody only have your line unmuted if you're asking a question. After you ask a question, please mute your line. And if you have a question, please use the raise hand function within Zoom. And the next question comes from Ken Segura from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Hey, Ken. Hey, Jeff. Congratulations. Thank um, you, bud. Jeff, first, Sims a, Jeff Sims a pretty good player, huh, bud? He's not, I, I think he made a good decision to start him. <laughs> Funny you bring him up. Um, just what did you see in him? Obviously, he had the two bad decisions, but came through in the end. Uh, what did, how did you kind of evaluate his performance? I mean, if you look at his stats, the, the best thing about him is on the sideline, he was not phased. He was not uh, flustered. He stayed poised. He never got too high, never got too low, uh, learns from his mistakes. I mean, there's not, a, there's not many true freshman quarterbacks that can come in and whatever his stats are, they're pretty good. But just his leadership, his demeanor, his composure, the way he, uh, the guys believed in him and he got the thing rolling. Uh, Dave Patnode, I thought, managed the game really, really well. Some of the things they were doing, the answers that we had moving forward. Uh, had three drives in the red zone uh, that obviously they didn't end with points like we wanted to. Um, but the character of our guys, even in adverse situations, they rose to the challenge. Um, so just really proud of him. Uh, really proud of our offensive staff, Dave Patno coaching that group of guys. Uh, Jordan Yates, 
James Graham, Tucker Gleason, the way they, during the, the timeouts when we were there, the encouragement, working together, that just doesn't happen everywhere. But it happens here. And that talks to the culture, uh, the love, the trust, all of those things that these young men have for each other. Uh, and you can't fake it. And just really proud of how they, they bonded together and how they really pulled for each other uh, to, to help each other get that win. Next question from Kelly Quinlan for Rivals. Hey, Kelly. Kelly, we can barely hear you. Tell you what, Kelly, go ahead and text me your question. And he, can, I will, he can type we'll, it in. <laughs> he, can, he can text it to me, and we'll just move on to Rod McKenzie from 247 Sports. Sorry, Kelly. Rod. Rod, we're having the same problem with you. Rod, hey, Jeff. There's, There's Rod. Rod. Jeff, um, you made a couple, your team made a couple of big fourth down stops. Yep. Would, would, would this uh, same group have been made, able to make those stops last year? Uh, how, how much has that experience, experience meant? I don't want to compare anything to last year. The only thing I want to say about last year is the experiences that we had last year, the leadership that we had last year set us up to have this kind of night tonight. All the things that uh, Teji did, uh, all of those guys, Amari, Jared, he texted me this morning, Tyler Cooksey, Tyler Davis. Uh, I don't want to leave anybody, Nate Cottrell, um, Christian Campbell, the things that they did last year, Jared Southers, uh, Brad and Scott Morgan to lay this foundation is why tonight happened, because of their efforts and what they did. Fighting through unbelievable adversity last year with a transition, um, and their impact that they still have on this team and will have on this team ongoing. I, I don't think it's fair to compare this year to last year in that manner. Uh, the thing I will say is they have gotten so much, our guys have gotten so much better, gotten more experience. Uh, our coaches have done a great job, especially in the pass rush and the run game. I thought that was the difference in the game was the D-line play. Uh, so just, just really proud of them. Um, and just understanding the entire the entirety of the defense. That last stop, the last play of the game, the last defense that Andrew Thacker called, we have yet to call in a game in two years. We've installed it. We've practiced the heck out of it. But just all of these things that we've done over the OTAs and the walkthroughs and the practices and just repping it over and over and over, game on the line, Andrew Thacker is able to call that defense that we have not called in two years and execute it, and we win the game. And that speaks volumes to the experience, uh, how we apply our culture, how we apply our process uh, to get them to this point. And uh, just, just hats off to, to those guys. Okay, I've got the question from Kelly Quinlan. Uh, Coach, Kelly asked if you could talk a little bit about Jude Kelly overcoming that early adversity in the game to hit the game-winning field goal. Yeah, and we'll have to go back and watch uh, on tape. There were some issues, and I've said this entire week, the last two weeks, that front four that Florida State has, that, that might be as good as any front four in college football. They are really, really good. And it's the same thing. Um, I wish I could go back uh, to our PAT field goal periods 
in the past, before a global pandemic, you guys have been out there, we would do eight reps live twice a week. Well, that's one of the periods that we saw as we did our self-scout of our protocols. That was the period that we had 11 guys within six feet of each other for too long. So we decided during a global pandemic not to do that period in elongated times like we have always done. And that's on me. That's a coaching error. Um, we will get that fixed. Um, but a lot of that was on A, really good defensive line. B, my fault in being uber sensitive uh, to the protocols and things during that period. Uh, and then I think maybe one or two, it was a low kick. But again, hats off to their defensive line for getting tremendous pressure. Uh, and hats off to Jude. Even when he made that extra point, he went nuts. Uh, and then he drilled that one down the stretch. And uh, just the character of our offensive line, understanding the situation that we're in, understanding that we've got to get that thing protected, and then Jude drilling it. Uh, pretty cool. Okay, we have time for a couple more for Coach before we hey, move Flynn. on to student hey, athletes. Flynn. I've got time all night, baby. We just okay. want a big game. We have time let's, all night. So. Hey, I want to run my mouth, so let's talk. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question comes from uh, from uh, Maria at uh, Channel 11 in Atlanta. Actually, it looks like Maria has dropped off the call. So uh, our next question comes from Andy Staples at The Athletic. Hey, Andy. What's up? I didn't even know I had a question, but yes, I do have a question. Uh, <laughs> Jeff's poise as the game went on, it, it, it yeah. seemed like, you know, the, the two picks early were kind of guy playing his first game kind of throws, but he, he seemed pretty unshakable down the stretch. Yeah, and he did. And I, I think uh, we, we got to give credit to that offensive line too now, right? I mean, they did a really good job moving the football, getting protection. Uh, I know that there was a lot of people that wanted to uh, downgrade our offensive line, downgrade the development last year. And what Brent Key has done with that offensive line, recruiting of Ryan Johnson, recruiting of Jordan Williams, uh, Zach Quinney playing right tackle, Jack DeFore playing right guard, Mikey Minahan playing center, those five working together. I thought they played a really good ball game against, again, a great defensive front. Getting movement in the run game, having J.P. Mason and Jemias Griffin, and then Dante Smith came in late and had some really good runs and caught some really nice balls on the perimeter. Uh, I think having those kind of weapons, that kind of offensive line play, the running backs that we have, and then the receivers that did a great job catching the football. Contested catches, key catches, tiptoeing the sidelines, uh, in traffic. And when you have that kind of production, uh, it, I think it's pretty cool that a true freshman can come in and trust all those moving parts around him, trust the coaches to put him in the right situation uh, and play at a high level. I thought Dylan Devaney played his heart out. He was playing really hard, really physical. I don't know if anybody noticed Jack Coco. Jack Coco might have had the block of the game. It was a great play going left to right on our sideline to our near hash, sprung it to lead us for a touchdown. Those kind of things are unseen, but they're important, right? And Jeff Sims, he's going to develop and keep learning from circumstances and situations. Even though he had a good start, he's got to keep building and keep trusting the process that we preach 
to get better every single week and all the parts around him have to continue to do the same? I have no, Jeff, idea, no idea if I answered your question. I, well, let me, let me ask you this one. Because it seems when you look at that offense tonight, it doesn't, you can't really see the pieces, how, how they used to fit like they did last year, where you could tell it was, it was an offense where you'd taken a lot of guys who were recruited to run the triple option. Yep. This looked like the offense that you designed with players that you designed to have in it. Are yep. you ahead of schedule on that front? or? I don't, I don't worry about schedules. I just worry – there's an echo. Uh, just worry about every day getting better. Um, so we'll have to enjoy this, this ride back home tonight. Uh, we got a four-and-a-half-hour ride bus back to Atlanta. We're going to pile on 11 buses, and we're going to enjoy it. And then tomorrow, we go through our Sunday process, and we hit reset on it, right? And then we get ready to play another big-time game on ABC, 3.30 at home, Bobby Dodd Stadium. Uh, so just really excited about that piece. Um, but every single day, we have to continue to get better and to progress. But it was good to see uh, the offense look the way Dave Patnode and the offensive staff uh, envision it. Okay. Uh, next up, Patrick Canaro from the Dahlonega Nugget. Hi, Coach. Congratulations. Just a quick question. How do you speak to your offense after a first half like that where they were fairly effective, but maybe shot themselves in the foot, come in with no points, but looking pretty good overall? How do you focus them and rally them for the big comeback? Well, the, the thing that we said, we got to play complimentary football the entire time. Uh, don't get too high. We'll make a big play. Don't get too low. We've got each other's back. You can see the defensive kids. If something doesn't happen right on offense, just put the ball down and we've got your back. That is our motto in this, this program, put the ball down and play, regardless of the situation. We do not point fingers. We just work together, believe in each other, love each other, trust each other, and continue uh, to fight for each other. They did that. We just kept telling the offense, the plays are there. Just keep executing. Don't turn the ball over. Um, and just keep moving the ball up and down the field. And they did that, and it paid off. Uh, a couple of key turnovers on defense. I thought that was awesome. Uh, you know, we're used to in our defensive package and defensive scheme, creating mayhem, creating chaos, getting turnovers. It was really good to see all the work Coach Thacker and our defensive staff have put in uh, pay off. I got to mention Jeff Popovich. I think he's the only name I haven't mentioned yet. Jeff Popovich uh, did a great job coaching our corners. Um, and then Kerry Dixon, our receivers, to Shard Choice with the running backs, Chris Wiesahan with the tight ends, uh, ju just the group of guys that comes to work every day, loves these players, pours their heart and soul into these guys to get them better every single day, and to have it pay off for all of us is, is special. Okay, and our final one is an additional question from Ken Segura. Hey, Ken. Hey, um, I know you like to have – a plan for everything. Did you have a plan for what do we do during, you know, we lightning do. delay? We and do. Also, and okay, and, and what, what did you guys do during that time? Yep, yep. So we meet with them, um, and then we give them some space, right? Make sure they hydrate, uh, stretch a little bit. Um, so we had to do it twice, right, during pregame warm. So we had to come back in after seven minutes into the game, regroup, um, make some adjustments. Uh, and I thought, again, Nathan Burton did a really good job communicating with Thack uh, what the first script was like. And we made those adjustments. We got the kids in, um, all of those things, uh, and then you see it pay off. Okay, that'll be it for Coach Collins. Thanks, Coach, guys. Thank you.
and we'll have student athletes here shortly. Hey girls. <laughs> 